Clinical Issues by Mary Alice Anderson and Aaron Kyle Transfusion Regulations Question Sometimes the anesthesia professional asks me to retrieve blood products during surgical procedures. What are the best sources for information on the regulatory requirements for perioperative blood product administration, basic indications for non-red blood cell blood product transfusion, and documentation requirements? Answer. Currently, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention regulates and monitors the U.S. blood supply, and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration oversees the safety of both donors and the blood supply. According to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, blood transfusions, quote, must be administered in accordance with state law and approved medical staff policies and procedures, end quote. The National Institutes of Health conducts research to inform blood transfusion regulations, including for clinical practice. The American Association of Blood Banks, AABB, Standards Committee, develops requirements and recommendations on implementation of transfusion medicine and biotherapies, such as when a patient requires a transfusion and pre-transfusion testing, for AABB-accredited facilities. The World Health Organization, WHO, describes the principles of blood product transfusion practices to promote patient safety. According to the WHO, a blood component, such as red cell concentrate, plasma, platelet concentrate, or cryoprecipitate, for example, fresh frozen plasma, FFP, rich in factor VIII and fibrinogen, is separate from a plasma derivative, such as albumin, coagulation factor concentrates, or immunoglobulin, which are factored from human plasma proteins. According to the American Society of Anesthesiologists, ASA, plasma can be transfused as FFP, frozen within 8 hours of phlebotomy. PF24, plasma frozen within 24 hours of phlebotomy, or thawed, FFP stored at 1 to 6 degrees Celsius, 33.8 to 42.8 degrees Fahrenheit, after thawing for up to 5 days before transfusion. There are several indications for a blood transfusion, such as the need to increase oxygen capacity, restore blood volume, or replace different blood components, for example, platelets, coagulation factors, plasma proteins, that may be related to blood loss from bleeding or trauma, inadequate blood production resulting from specific diseases, or excessive destruction of cells mechanically or related to a disease. Because there are risks associated with blood transfusions, there should be clear benefits to the patient and clinicians should be aware of and monitor for transfusion-transmissible infections and adverse effects. For any patient who may require a blood transfusion, the perioperative RN should review orders for blood samples to test, at a minimum, both the donor and the recipient for cross-matching, which is the pre-transfusion test for compatibility including ABO, rhesus, RH, factor D, and unexpected antibodies. The WHO includes transfusion indications for whole blood, for example, acute blood loss with hypovolemia, exchange transfusions, and red cell concentrates, that is, packed red blood cells, 
for example, anemic patients. The ASA indications for non-red blood cell blood products are detailed in Table 1. In addition to state law and scope of practice limitations for transfusion of blood components, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services also requires documentation of blood transfusion and IV administration training. The AABB and WHO make the following documentation recommendations. 1. Blood product order and patient consent, including verification of A. Unit component name and donation identification number with order, that is, type and volume of each unit transfused, and two patient-independent identifiers. B. ABO group and RH type. C. Expiration date or time. And D. Cross-match and special requirements when applicable. 2. Date and time of transfusion, that is, the time at which the transfusion of each unit started and the time of completion. 3. Signature of the transfusionist responsible for administration. 4. Monitor parameters, for example, bottle signs corresponding blood laboratory results, before, during, and upon completion of transfusion. And 5. Any details of and response to patient adverse effects, beginning with immediate stopping of the transfusion for transfusion reactions. Many organizations have specific policies and procedures that detail the roles, responsibilities, and documentation requirements for blood product administration. Some organizations have blood product administration policies and procedures that are specific to the perioperative phase of care. It is important for perioperative clinicians to review these policies and procedures and seek clarification on their specific roles with leaders. Another way to learn more is to partner with healthcare professionals with expertise in blood products, such as anesthesia professionals, perfusionists, and laboratory personnel. In the perioperative setting, administering blood products and documenting blood product administration is frequently a shared responsibility between the anesthesia professional and the perioperative RN. Collaboration and strong team communication are essential when delivering care to the patient receiving blood products and completing documentation of the transfusion.